Welcome to the Creative Wellness Podcast with Beth Ann Short. Hey there, I'm back. Well, today I wanted to kind of pick up where I left off a couple podcasts ago. I had been excited about interviewing Erica Kessler. She's a friend, a massage therapist. Uh, She's also a wellness advocate with doTERRA. Um, I have really um, kind of spent some time submerging myself in this whole world of aromatherapy and essential oils. And so today is a follow-up to the essential oil post that we did um, a few times ago. I expect that there's probably going to be more to come just because I'm learning the diverse uses of these wonderful things and I just am loving sharing and I'm sharing with my friends, I'm sharing with clients, I'm sharing in the studio and it's been a really rich experience. I've been interested in these essential oils and aromatherapy. Since I was pretty young, in my early 20s, I worked in a natural food store back in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I remember first finding essential oils. And at that time, I didn't understand a lot of the scientific properties, and now I'm really doing lots of research and learning about them and how they can be used. But uh, I had no idea that there were actually three ways to apply them back then and just use them as something to smell. But uh, essential oils can be effective topically, right, on the skin if they're the kind that are safe to use neat. And then aromatically, which is smelling. And there are some that are safe to use internally. Um, I have found in my journey through this aromatherapy path that the doTERRA oils have become the ones that I trust. doTERRA has developed a high standard with their certified pure therapeutic grade where I feel they are safe to use in these three ways and they have develop tools and resources to ensure that I am giving or sharing oils appropriately in the safest manner to benefit whatever ailment or struggle may be happening. So today I'm going to kind of explore what they are and where they come from and talk a little bit more about the science behind them and also talk a little bit more in detail about those three ways to use them. So let's get started. Essential oils are distilled from plants, and that really includes all the parts of a plant, from their seeds, some bark, leaves, stems, roots, flowers, fruit, pretty much any part of a plant has these volatile liquids that are distilled to create the essential oils. 
there are also many factors that go into the purity and the value, the therapeutic value of these oils. And that can range from where the oil was produced, the condition of the soil, where the plant grew, fertilizer, um, geographic region, climate, altitude, harvest season method. I mean, all of these factors impact the plant, which then in turn impacts the essential oil. This probably makes more sense of why essential oils are a little more costly. However, only a little bit is needed and they really do last for quite some time. In my path, I've definitely found that it's important to me to be sure that I'm getting the purest oil I can find. Unfortunately, uh, for the public, there are some artificial oils out there that have been created by chemists who have replicated uh, some of the constituents of essential oils. However, they're not going to have the same impact as using a true certified um, pure grade oil. I've referenced the Modern Essentials book quite a bit. I have the seventh edition. And one thing I've noticed in that book is that uh, with the use of essential oils, uh, there's potential effect can happen within 20 minutes. I know that I can attest that when I do have allergies, which is much fewer than I used to before I was vegan. But uh, when I do catch a whiff of something, um, I use the Breathe essential oil, and I have their stick. It's like a vapor stick you can rub on your chest. It smells delightful. And I also have the essential oil, and there's also these little drops. Um, if I use one of, one of those three applications, I find relief so quickly. It amazes me. And... A kid growing up using, I used to have two shots a week with allergy medicine, with allergy shots, and, uh, it, you know, to not have any allergy pill or shots, it's just amazing to me that these work as well as they do. But I don't know why it should be amazing. It's nature and science. So how long have these things been around? This isn't a new science. And I am going to use that term often because this is a science. Um, essential oils have been around since early civilization. Uh, aromatic plants have been used because of their therapeutic properties from ancient Egypt, China, ancient Greece. There's even record of essential oils in the Bible and the Torah. In around the mid-19th century, essential oils came back and regained popularity, initially more because of their desirable smells and fragrances. They were used in soap and cosmetics. With help of research and several key individuals, the oils became recognized again for the therapeutic and medicinal properties. There was uh, René-Maurice Gattafossière. He was a French chemist who 
was and is known as the father of aromatherapy, he did extensive research and actually is credited with coining the term aromatherapy. Another wide user, uh, Jean Valnet, he was another French physician, though, physician and surgeon during World War II, and was strongly an advocate for essential oil use. Okay, so there's some history. Let's focus now on how to use it in a little more detail. I expect today's podcast is history and application, and then future podcasts I'm hoping I will be spotlighting some in different ways in wellness. So how do you apply them? We talked briefly about how you use them, whether it's on your skin or smelling them. Um, But I just want to talk more about topical for a second. Uh, When you are applying, it's really fascinating. I had no idea, but only one to three drops are needed in an application. And believe it or not, your feet are the second fastest area in your body to absorb the oils because they have the largest or some of the largest pores. Other quick absorbing areas are right behind your ears and also on your wrists. So those three spots are a great target for wanting quick results. If you were going to use essential oil in a massage, you would want to dilute the oils with fractionated uh, coconut oil. And applying oils to infants and small children, it should always be diluted. Um, There are some products that uh, doTERRA offers that have little roller balls, and they're already diluted. They're amazing. Massage is an amazing way to experience them. I have a certified massage therapist who I've already mentioned, Erica Kessler, and she is the one who reintroduced me to aromatherapy and introduced me to doTERRA. She has, her in her practice, used um, the oils, diluted, and really personalizes her work with her clients based on what they're needing and applying that in her massage with them, whether it's the emotions or if it's physical ailments. She is professional. She is so, um, so knowledgeable in the oils, and I've learned so much from her already. Another use in touch and topical is with reflexology, and that's, you know, using the oils with contact points or nerve endings in the feet or the hands specific to what the body needs. Uh, There's auricular therapy, and that is also um, various points on the rim of the ears, and that affects changes in internal body parts. There's also compresses. Um, There's taking a bath and putting some of the essential oil into that. These are all amazing and quick methods to topically use and safely topically use essential oils. The book that I had mentioned earlier, the Modern Essentials book, has 
charts on each of these areas like the ear body points and the hand uh, reflex therapy points as well as the feet charts both the bottoms and the tops. Um, I definitely recommend having somebody who's known how to use essential oils for some time to assist anyone in their process and get you started. I know that a lot of folks that use it in massage uh, have found uh, relief in stress, in inflammation, and also in autonomic imbalance. All right, so second way of applying aromatherapy and essential oils is aromatic. We're going to talk a little deeper about that now. And the way I usually do it at home or at work is using a diffuser. A diffuser. Um, I have a great one that is uh, a cool air nebulizing diffuser. And that's really important because when you add heat to them, the benefits go away. You want to use a cool air diffuser. In diffusion, lots of amazing things happen. Um, antiviral, antibacterial, antiseptic properties of the oils kill bacteria and help reduce fungus and mold. That's powerful stuff. And living in Oregon, that's a really powerful one to have. Um, we have a horrible problem with mold being such a wet climate here. Direct inhalation is another method, which is just putting a little bit on your fingers, on your hands, and cupping it over your mouth and nose and inhaling, or just smelling directly from the bottle and not even using the oil, uh, having that remain in the bottle. Uh, some folks have cloth or tissue they might put it on and hold it close to their face or put it in their pillowcase. Um, I have a little necklace that I have worn with it in it. In this aromatic use, it is the olfactory system, which is so connected to the limbic system that provides essential oils access and provide the opportunities for profound physiological and psychological effects. And then there's the third method of application, which is internal, which you know, it's definitely important to be sure to use essential oils that are safe for internal use. Um, some ways people use them are orally, uh, in a capsule, in a beverage, or cooking. Uh, there's a lot of ways to incorporate them. Um, there are citrus oils. There are so many that you can use in these three ways. Um, and there are some other internal methods. Well, there we are. We've covered a little more in detail those three ways to use essential oils. We've talked a little bit about the history of them. I'm wanting to make sure that we all know that this isn't a cure-all for one thing, and I am not trying to speak from a place where a doctor would speak from. I am not a doctor. I'm just sharing information uh, that I have found really helpful. And um, I 
you know, I've definitely incorporated aromatherapy into my eight dimensions in wellness. Um, and again, I look forward to exploring that in more detail in the next podcast. Um, again, we are looking at the overall essential living for a balanced life and looking at all those eight dimensions of wellness. We are all searching for resiliency. We have the innate ability to heal and grow ourselves emotionally and physically. I believe that we can use our resources to support our healing. There's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals, but they are not the only answer. If we continue to practice balancing our eight dimensions of wellness, we feel more in control and we are able to grow through the life process and take creative risks, opening up new doors, using goals that are realistic and personal. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to sharing more with you. Take care. The Creative Wellness Podcast is produced entirely by Beth Ann Short. For more information about my services, check out my website, bethannshort.com, and also my art therapy open studio, 100thmonkeystudio.com. Thanks so much.